Hey everybody, welcome. This is episode number 274 of the Better Presentations, More Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Lee. Welcome to the show. If you are a new listener, well, a big, big welcome to you. I hope you enjoy it. There are plenty of episodes for you to go at. Someone told me recently they were starting from episode one. Oh my goodness me, that'll take forever. So maybe work, I would advise you work your way backwards rather than, you know, from one forwards, maybe go from last week's episode 273 backwards. And you'll find that uh, we had a little break in August and we're back firing all cylinders now as we go into September. And, and what for us, us in the UK here is the autumn period of time, which is always a big time, I think, for business. You know, that, that period of time where the summer holidays are over. And, and I know this, you know, is, it works in many parts of the world. The summer holidays are over and then you kind of working your way towards, you know, the Christmas holiday season, if you like. And you've got this September, October, most of November period where it's a really important time to make sure that if you've got some opportunities, you take them. Particularly now, as we've mentioned in the last episode, where, you know, the economy is still a little bit, you know, rattled, isn't it? You know, interest rates are high still. There's still talk of inflation, you know, is it, is it, is it really peaking out? Is it really beginning to fall? All that sort of stuff going on as well. So if you've got an opportunity for a sales pitch or a presentation or something like that, you need to make the most of it. And that's what we're going to share in this week's episode. I'm going to share with you six top tips to help you if you've got a presentation lined up, particularly an event, okay, how to make the most of that because they're hard to come by. You know, if you get a chance to speak at an event, you've really got to take that chance with, you know, both hands and, and make make the most of it. And of course, you can apply these tips if you're doing a presentation to, uh, you know, a small networking group, anything at all. You know, it doesn't have to be a, you know, a thousand seater stadium or whatever you're going to be speaking at. It could be 10 people in a small networking event, but get out there and do present. All right. It's really important. And if you listen to this podcast, presumably that's why, because this podcast is all about giving you more tips and ideas to help you become that that better, that more confident, that more successful presenter and speaker. And, you know, that includes doing things like demos of your product or service, you know, a sales pitch to a potential new client, a sales pitch even to, you know, an existing client as well. So lots and lots of tips and ideas to share with you on, on the podcast itself. Right, so we're going to share six tips to deliver an awesome event presentation. Right, number one is about time. Okay, now one of the challenges whenever you know anybody presents at an event is usually making sure they don't overrun on time. Okay, now I see this a lot. You'll have seen this a lot as well where you've sat through presentations and people will overrun on time. And it's, you know, it's not great. It's not great when you do that. It's bad news for the organisers. It's not great for the audience. And it's ultimately not great for you because you end up having to have the hurry up and get over. So it's really, really important that you get the timing right when you're doing it. So if you've been given 20 minutes, you need to do, you know, make sure you take no more than 20 minutes and you make sure you get your key messages over, including that kind of what I would call the rousing finish, because that's usually the bit that gets cut when you run over on time. And to me, it's the most important bit. Because it's your kind of call to action. You know, it's, it's telling your audience what you want them to do next. And if you lose that opportunity to tell them that, then, well, you know, the whole presentation could could fizzle out and, and fade away and not be, not be of any value. And what a waste that is because, you know, it's difficult to get these slots anyway. So how are you going to make sure you run on time? Well, a couple of things. First of all, you know, practice. And I'll talk about that in more detail later. But when you do practice your presentation, here's the top tip for running on time. 
make sure you do it in 80 to 85% of your time allocated. So going back to the 20 minutes, that means when you deliver in practice, you're looking at 16 to 17 minutes. Okay, now you think, oh, blimey heck, Trevor, that's three or four minutes under. But I tell you what, if you do that on the day, you will run close to 20 minutes anyway. But there's a very, very good chance you won't run over 20 minutes, which will be, you know, not great, as I've said earlier, if you're an event organiser or anything like that. So number tip number one is get your timing right. Number two, if you're speaking at an event, find out what the running order is. Okay, now this is something that most people completely overlook and they just wait for someone to say, oh, yeah, you'll be on third, Trevor, or whatever it is. So I always contact, if I'm, whenever I'm speaking at an event, I always contact the organiser and I say, hey, you know, how's the running order determined? And for most of them, they say, well, I haven't really thought about that. I haven't really decided. Why? What? Are you interested? I said, yeah, I'd like to go first. So some people say, oh, God, don't go first, don't go first. You know, that's a terrible position. Well, personally, I think it's the best position. So why do I think it's the best position? Well, number one is you can arrive early at the event, especially if it's, you know, clearly if it's an in-person one, if it's virtual one, it's still the, the same things apply. But if you're doing it in person, you can get there early. There's usually before everybody else arrives and then you can get set up. And when I mean get it set up, you can, you know, usually get your slides on the screen. You can have a little rehearsal of the first couple of minutes because you're there. There's no one else in the room and you can test it all out. The other beauty of going first is that you don't have to worry about people before you overrunning on time. Because if you've ever been like seventh or eighth in the running order, you know, and it's leading up to lunchtime, for example, and then you get the dreaded, you know, you know, sort of brief from the organiser and say, really, sorry, Trevor, but everyone's overrun. I, I'm afraid you've only got 10 minutes now, not 20. Is that going to be OK? So it's not your fault whatsoever. But because everybody else has been so incompetent with their timing, you are now penalised. And that's a terrible position to be in because it's, you know, you shouldn't be penalised like that, but it happens. It's the way these things operate. So that's a very good reason for getting on first. And also, if you get on first, you can set the pace, okay? Because you can, you are going to go out there, aren't you? And you're going to deliver because you're listening to this podcast and you're getting loads of ideas about how to deliver great presentations. So you're going to go out there and you're going to really rock it, okay? You are going to knock them over with a brilliant presentation, you know, with that fantastic start that, you know, you'll have learned from other episodes and we'll be covering again in the, in the next few episodes as well, all the way through to your rousing finish. You know, you'll be capturing the applause and then every other presenter will be going, oh my God, I've got to follow that. Okay, so that's another good reason for going first. Right, so that's number tip number two of our six for your autumn event presentation Right, number three, and this is, well, they're all important, <laughs> but this is a particularly important one, and that is you've got to be clear before you start planning your presentation, be clear about what your audience is expecting. Okay, now the biggest challenge for a lot of people presenting at events is that they focus on delivering content that they like without much thought to what the audience actually want or indeed are expecting. And what do I mean by that? Well, they go, oh, yeah, they need to know this. Or, yeah, it'd be great to sell them that. And, oh, i look good if I mentioned that. That's all well and good. But if your audience really aren't interested in that because they're thinking they're going to learn from you a particular thing, then you're wasting your time and you're giving your presentation lower chances of success. So you're going to have to be ruthless here, folks. You're going to have to really look at your content 
and you're going to have to cut things out that really don't apply to your audience. So find out from the organisers, what are the audience doing there? What are they expecting? What do they particularly want to hear from you? Because if you get that right, that will be really, really valuable, and particularly if you're that first speaker as well. Because the audience is going, wow, that was great. What a fantastic start to the day. That's just what I wanted to hear. And then everybody else will come along and they'll be delivering stuff that the audience don't really want. And you're, 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 you're the goal. You're the target because you've set the, you know, you've set the bar. And it's a high bar because you've done a great presentation. So be clear about what your audience is expecting. If you're not sure, ask. And you can even ask the audience. A previous guest on this podcast suggested that, you know, you can't, you find out who the audience is, you contact some of them. And you say, look, I'm presenting at the event, you're coming to the event, you know, what do you want from me? You know, what, what's going to, you know, and they might give you a couple of ideas you hadn't thought of, okay? And, of course, you've also created a bit of interaction with a member of your audience, and, you know, that could, you know, you go in there because you're hoping people in the audience will go, hey, Trevor, that was great, you should come and deliver that for us, or I'd like to hire you to do some work with us, so you go. It's an excuse to build some contacts as well, but a lot of people don't bother with it. They just assume they think they know what the audience wants, and they just get out there and deliver the wrong presentation. Right, number four is don't waffle around at the start. Okay. <laughs> now, when I deliver presentation training days, I say we've got to work on the four E's. You've got to engage, you've got to educate, you've got to enthuse, and you've got to, to a degree, entertain. Now, you're not going to engage your audience if you ramble around and waffle around at the start. Oh, it's great to be here. And uh, oh, I really enjoyed that lovely breakfast that we had before uh, speaking, you know. And uh, I've not been here before. It's really nice, isn't it? You know, and, uh, oh, you know, and the, the chairs look comfortable. Yeah, all that nonsense, you know. I mean, OK, that's a bit extreme. But you know what I mean. All right. And then, you know, don't, don't also start by going on about how great you are and showing slides of all the awards you've won. Oh, God, there's nothing more boring, is there, than that, okay? So it has its place. I get that, but not at the beginning, all right? Because that's not going to engage your audience. They know about you. They've had the program. They know you're on first. They've probably read the bio and someone's probably introduced you, all right? So if you really want to shout about some awards, get the person who's introducing you to do that, all right? And then it's not A, on your time, or B, it's not you shouting about yourself. Right. So what do you want to do at the start? You want to get straight in. Some sort of big stat, big statement, quote, image, whatever it is. But And and I mean literally straight away. You don't waffle around. You know, just the first thing you say might be, ladies and gentlemen, 85% of people in this room today or whatever it might be, you know, but you get straight in there. You don't even introduce it. You go for it from the word go. So, and also, when you do start your presentation, speak slowly at the start, all right? Particularly if you're delivering online. Because if you go too quick at the start, no one can keep up with you, and they're wondering what you're saying, and they can't, oh, they're losing you, and think, wow, where, where is he now? Okay, now slides are always a prompt to help people, in my view. But nevertheless, speak slowly at the start, then you can gradually increase the pace. Think of it like running a marathon. If your hair off at the beginning then unless you're an elite athlete, chances are you will blow up. Okay, but if you go slowly at the beginning, you will gradually increase the pace. Right, number five, keep the words off the slides, folks. Okay, <laughs> any of you who are regular listeners to this podcast will know this is a big theme of mine, you know. So let's make a pledge that in the autumn, you know, any event we present at in the autumn, whether it's an internal event or a big keynote, whatever, 
let's keep the words off the slides as best we can because A, you end up reading them, whether you like it or not. B, your audience start to read them and they're not listening to you. C, they can't see them and they're trying to work out what's on there so they're not listening to you. So keep the words. So here's the rule. If you want to put words on a slide, start with one word and then see how many more you actually need. All right, don't put sentences and loads of bullet points and all that stuff. It's just boring. It's what causes death by a PowerPoint, okay? And I think I've mentioned this before. When I do when I do, do uh, presentation training days for organizations, uh, when I talk about PowerPoint, which is the fifth segment of my seven Ps of presenting model, um, I have a little quiz and I say, how many slides have I used so far? And most of the time, no one's got... No one's anywhere near. They always underestimate it. And I've done usually, if I've done 100, they'll say it's 30 or 20 or 16 or something. And the point I make is that it doesn't matter how many slides you use, in my view. It's what you put on the slides that makes the difference. So most of my slides are images, one or two words, and that's it. Okay, and then I'm doing the words, not the slide. All right, and you should do the words, not the slide. Slides are a prompt. They are not a script, ladies and gentlemen. And, you know, think about taking a few props with you for a bit of variety as well, especially if you're speaking to, you know, a fairly, you know, biggish audience. You know, props are great because they they have visual impact. Okay, I've got an old suitcase with a wetsuit in, T-shirt in, and all sorts of tambourines and goodness knows what else. You know, when I'm a speaker and I get all these things out, you know, and it and it adds to it. I'll still use a few slides as well, but, you know, it kind of complements it. So keep the words off the slides. Use a few props will make you memorable. Okay, right. Final tip for your autumn event presentation. Number six is practice. Now, I mentioned that when we talked about timing number one. But if you want to get practice in, it will make such a difference, okay, because when you practice, and, and the thing about practice is you've got to take it seriously. Okay, it's no good just glibly going, oh, yeah, I'll just do it, uh, press the clicker. Yeah, that looks good, fine. You've got to do it properly. So set it up. And if you're going to be standing up doing this presentation, stand up when you practice. Okay, and then time it as well. And we talked about the 80 to 85% rule earlier. So that's if you want to come in on time in practice, don't take more than 85% of the allocated time. So that's 17 minutes on a 20-minute presentation, okay? If you take 19 in practice, you're going to overrun. I can guarantee that. So practice carefully. And also, when you do practice, you'll get a feel for the content, the structure, the flow, okay? Whenever I'm going to do a presentation, I always, always practice. And I'll, the first time I'll go through it, I'll just walk. I won't time it. I'll walk through it, and I'll just check everything feels like it's in the right order. And chances are it isn't. Okay, I've sketched it out and then I've put it, maybe I'm using a few slides, but it, chances are it won't quite flow. And you only really realize that when you actually walk through it. Okay, so I'll make those changes. Then the second time I'll go through it and I'll time it. And then there's probably one or two little tweaks, one or two amendments I want to make. And then, you know, maybe if, if I'm overrunning on time, I've got to be ruthless and get rid of some of the content. And then the third time, you know, I'll time it properly and hopefully that's it done. It's done. Don't over practice but certainly don't under-practice. Okay, so there we are. Those are the six tips for your awesome, uh, awesome event presentation, which you're going to deliver sometime in the next few weeks. Now, if you need any help with that awesome presentation, then if you go to my website, trevorjlee.com, you'll find on there a page that'll talk about key presentation coaching. And the way it works 
is that uh, I will work with you between 30 and 60 minutes for however many sessions you need. It might be one, might be two, might be three, whatever it is. And we'll just go through your presentation. And I will get you to send me in advance so we don't, you know, so I got a feel for it. So I'll have a look at it. And that's all part of what I do. And then I'll, we'll, we'll walk through it. And we'll make for your, you know, ideas and changes maybe if you want them and tweaks. And then we might do it a second time. And, you know, on, our, in, on all occasions, I will be your audience. So, you know, use me as a sounding board, okay? Because I will give you the feedback, okay? If you do it to colleagues, they might say, oh, that was brilliant, Trevor. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. But, you know, they're not presentation coaches and uh, telling you something is brilliant is not always the best thing you want to hear, really. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so if it's not brilliant, I'm not going to tell you it's brilliant, that's for sure. But what I will do is I'll make sure that you feel confident when you're going to deliver it and it will be really good because we'll have maybe changed a few things around and I'll have challenged you, you know, to make it a great presentation that you're going to deliver. So you can go to trevorjlee.com. There's a booking thing on there you can get a free you know book a 15 minute call with me first on zoom okay and then we can talk about what you need and when you need it by but if you're going to do that don't contact me uh, you know like two days before your presentation because you know make sure it's two weeks at least ideally three okay you've got to give yourself plenty of time if it's a key presentation at an autumn event don't waste that opportunity Get working on it now so you've got something to work on. Right, let's just remind ourselves of those six key things that we talked about today. So you've got to get the timing right. Think, Ask the organiser about the running order. You know, I would go first if it was me. Be clear about what your audience is expecting. And if you're not sure, find out. Don't assume. Don't waffle around at the start. You know, you know we don't want any rambling or any drum banging. Keep the words off the slides, Okay. Remember, slides are a prompt, they're not a script. And number six, do that practice. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast, or indeed any of the other previous 273, okay, then do leave a review or do comment on LinkedIn or something like that. And if you want to make some sort of contribution to it, then here's the way you can do it. You can go onto Amazon, your local Amazon, and get hold of a copy of my latest book, Seven Steps to Successful Presentations. And Every time I sell a book, I get about a fiver and the entire fiver goes to the Children's Hospice Southwest here in the UK. So I'm hoping to sell a few books this year so they can benefit. So you get the book, which is a win for you. They get the money, which is a win for them as well. And I get the review that you wrote about the book. So that's the win for me. (laughs) So great stuff. Now, if you'd like to think, well, I'd like to be a guest on your podcast, Trevor. I've never been a guest on anybody else's podcast ever before then do get in touch, podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk. I'm hoping that I'll have some guests on this show who are first-time podcasters. I've got a running podcast called Running 44 at 60, and the majority of the guests, come on there, have never been on a podcast before. So it's great having, you know, seasoned podcast guests on, and I'm always going to have a few of those, but sometimes, you know, you can just tell they've been on hundreds of podcasts and, and all that sort of stuff. So you want to make your debut on a business podcast then drop me that email podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk i'll send you the show spec you can have a look at it we can have that 15 minute chat on zoom if you want to and then we'll organize a, a recording via zoom and we'll look forward to that right so thanks very much for listening see you next time <laughs>